Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some... Reddit stories, Reddit stories <laughs> from r slash Mark Narration. So these are all subscriber stories. Feel free to come get involved and post your own Reddit stories over there if you want to. And I always encourage you to post them on the relevant subreddits as well, as I'm sure they would love to see them. If you are new to the channel, we cover a whole bunch of different genres of Reddit stories. So please feel free to click that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's jump straight in to it. I've been absolutely loving these just recently, guys. So thank you so much. And we're starting off with Bitter Simplicity, who comes in with a Nightmare Neighbors post who says, HOA president terrorizes neighborhood and targets my dad. It does not go well. (laughs) Spicy. Hey there, Mark. A few apologies in advance. This is going to be long and I didn't have all the details. One, it happened nearly 15 years ago. And two, it happened to my dad, not me. And as he passed two years ago, I can't exactly ask for more details. Previously posted in Petty Revenge, but I thought Mark would get a kick out of it. You know I will. Backstory, when I was about eight, my folks bought a house in a gated community that was still being built. So they got to pick their lot slash house model. We were set on a street corner that could hold two houses back to back. One would have a small but elevated backyard and the other would have a very large but very low backyard. My dad picked the first one. Builders tried to talk him out of it, but he made it very clear he'd rather have the smaller yard that people could not just peer into. We didn't have much trouble in the beginning. Our neighbor across the street, a very nice old man, ran the HOA, and my dad gladly helped him and the neighborhood with many things. He was an electrician slash traffic engineer for the city, and thus very handy. Installed night lamps in the community park, wired up a separate guard shack for the side entrance, just nice little things to ease the budget and keep the neighborhood safe and pleasant for everyone. Now I mentioned the house behind us. That is where our villain comes in. V for short, since I literally never learned his name. I'll be honest, I don't remember when he moved in or if anyone really had any trouble with him before this weirdness. The timeline is a bit fuzzy as my dad didn't like involving us kids in things we didn't need to worry about. But two things of note is that one, this guy was basically just a crotchety old man who didn't talk to anyone but his living girlfriend. Two, they had a fat, cute, but very unfriendly wiener dog. And my family owned nothing but wiener dogs, so I loved him anyway. Fast forward to when I was about 14 or 15. My dad had renovated most of our backyard from a squat patch of dirt to an amazing pool, deck, and lounge area. Everyone had friends over often to swim and hang out. One night I have a sleepover, just a couple of girls, and we're swimming at night because we can. Our pool had an elevated backsplash slash waterfall that we loved jumping off of, which happened to let us see over the wall into old man's yard. Not that we cared, he was never in it and didn't have anything except the patch of grass for the dog to piss on. As we're goofing, swimming, not even being that loud, the dog comes out and starts barking. Me and the girls giggle, wave at the puppy, and keep swimming. A day or two later, I come home from school to find my dad with a letter from V. 
The grammar was awful, the contents aggressive and a little crazy, and multiple exclamation points after every sentence. This dude accused me and my friends of a bunch of crap I can't remember, except that we apparently threw rocks at his dog and he was going to call the cops on us if we didn't stop spying on him. My dad laughed because we don't give a crap enough to spy on his boring yard. And as he so aptly put it, those girls love animals more than they love people. They're not throwing rocks at your dog. Don't recall exactly how that blew over, but I promise it's important. Fast forward a little more. The nice old man across the street sadly passes away. Someone new takes over the HOA. We don't know who, but things kind of go to crap and dad doesn't really care to help fix them anymore. However, people around the neighborhood start receiving warning letters, a lot of them, and a newsletter begins to circulate with a lot of new, stupid rules, things such as no bikes, toys, skateboards left in driveways, no basketball hoops in front or attached to houses. Nothing can be visible on the side of your house, even a car, although the frequent driveway wraps around the side of pretty much every house, and many more I can't remember. Basically, if you show any signs of having kids or just living in your house, you'll be fined. A retired woman was even fined for having her yard being, and I quote, too green. She had a gorgeous, well-maintained garden and she was forced to replace with gravel. The newsletter also warned that if your dog left poop anywhere, don't be surprised to find it on your doorstep. I always scoop the poop after walking our dogs, but I still recall dad snarling. If you put shit on my doorstep, I will come to your house and personally feed it to you. (laughs) Now my dad was pissed. The neighborhood was literally nothing but retirees and parents with young kids, few of whom could afford all these ridiculous fines. He also noticed that most of the letters and fines were given to people near our corner of the neighborhood and that they were all quite badly written with an obscene amount of exclamation points. Yep, confirmed. V was our new HOA president and he had nothing but free time and boundless hatred for everyone under the age of 60. This is already way too long, so I'll skip to the real meat. Just know V and dad already hate each other at this point because my dad had whipped his butt on a number of petty things. Dad decides to further upgrade the yard by putting in a gazebo. Him and my uncle are super handy, so they decide to knock it out themselves. It's a thing of beauty and we all love it except of course for V. He watched dad and uncle build this thing for weeks, even took pictures of them working, waiting for them to finish before calling the fire marshal to inspect it. Dad didn't need a permit to build it on his own property, so as long as it's within the proper guidelines, but sadly, this is where he goofed. It turns out the structure was about an inch too close to the wall. One inch. Legally, my dad had to tear it down. This douche waited for my dad to finish it before reporting just so he'd have to tear apart his own handiwork. Dad was livid. V had finally won a battle, but fear not because the war was far from over. Something to note about my dad. He was brilliant. He could build anything, learn any handy mechanical work in an afternoon and out-argue anyone on the damn planet. He was kind, oh yes, but if you deserved a beating, be it verbal, physical, or metaphorical, he would dish it out with a grand style and zero mercy. He also looked like your stereotypical burly biker dude, so most adults feared him on sight alone. Basically, you're blessed to have him with you and should run like hell if he's against you. Dad tore down the gazebo and began rebuilding to the proper standards. He also started digging into V. As a city employee, he had access to a number of records, blueprints, sales records, owners and titles of properties, etc. And what he found was juicy. (laughs) Not many people went to a HOA meeting since neighbor passed. 
but my dad made sure to rally everyone that be pissed off, promising them I don't know what, but just to attend and air their grievances. Dad made sure to wait, opting to speak last. I imagine it didn't go super well for most folks as they were all young parents and fragile retirees. And I'm sure you all know how slippery a sucky HOA can be. Finally, my dad steps up to the podium. I can't remember everything he said, but he tore this guy a new one. Why was he deliberately targeting his nearest neighbors? Why did all his rules specifically target families with children? Why was he taking pictures of his private property in the middle of summer when his teenage daughter and her friends were often there swimming in their bathing suits? How does he know this wasn't an excuse to perv on his underage daughter? This guy is freaking out, spluttering, red-faced, trying to argue, but the angry energy is building in the room and dad is given no leeway. At last, he delivers the final blow. Those sweet, savage words that sent the entire room into an outrage. And last of all, how is it that the president of the Homeowners Association is not a homeowner? Silence. God, I felt as if I was in the room right there. That's right, folks. V didn't own his house. His girlfriend did. Our neighborhood was terrorized by a tyrant who didn't even own his damn house. Dad walked out in the midst of an uproar, or so I like to picture. <laughs> Long story short, V had to step down. His girlfriend became president for a short time, but apparently didn't enjoy having to vicariously maintain his tyranny against an already pissed neighborhood and quit after a month or two. In the end, the idiocy ceased. The HOA went to a sane, manageable level of suck, and the guy was sickeningly nice to my dad for the rest of the time he lived there. Dad, being the gracious man he was, was just polite in return but still made sure to set off V's cheap car alarm every time he rode his motorcycle to work at 4am. Thanks for reading. Hope this wall of text was worth it. Rest in peace, dad. You'll always be my hero. And a hero to many, it sounds like as well. What an absolute epic of a story and I loved it. And randomly here, with the with the gazebo, isn't like a gazebo just like on legs with like a roof over the top? Isn't it possible to just like whip the legs off where they were cemented in and move it along? I don't know, I may be totally wrong there. <laughs> I'm no DIY expert as you can tell. Just trying my luck. But bitter simplicity, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I always love it. I love Nightmare Neighbors anyway. You guys know that because I've got so many of my own stories. And I will be adding some of my own to this subreddit very soon when I get a moment or two. But I love a bit of a revenge on a shitty HOA. And I can really see the love that you have for your dad in this story as well. It's absolutely amazing. Thank you so much for sharing, Bitter. And we'll move on to the next story. And our next story is from Arkrail. I may have got that in the wrong. I do apologize if I did. The most badass chick in class. And this is a revenge story. Names have been changed to protect the not so innocent. The year was 1992. The fifth grade teacher was out on maternity leave for a month and the students had a long-term substitute teacher, Mr. Sampson. He was a dick. Mr. Sampson was well known to some of the students because he was a minister at one of the churches. The kids who went to his church, whom he regarded as his, were often given special treatment, which is to say they were almost treated like human beings. All the other students were, in his view, a bad influence on his kids. Among these godless children, there were two for which he had a special disdain, Jimmy and his twin sister, Jenny. Mr. Sanson had some negative feelings towards their parents' lifestyle, which he projected onto the children. Their parents owned and operated a small bar. Hold your gasps and clutch those pearls, it gets worse. They sometimes drop their kids off to school on the back of their motorcycles. I know, truly evil people. 
lol. Mr. Sampson loved to make an example of Jimmy and Jenny whenever he could. Mostly, they took his abuse in stride, as they were for the most part good kids, but one day, things went too far. Back then, there weren't cell phones and cameras everywhere to record the misdeeds of teachers. While some progress in civility has been made, for example, your parents could sign a form to opt out of allowing the school to use corporal punishment, some of the older, more traditional teachers felt those policies were too soft. Unless another adult witnessed a teacher cross the line, it didn't happen because, as everyone knew, kids lie and make up stories. The teacher always received the benefit of the doubt and schools would cover for them to avoid any liability or try to handle things quietly behind the scenes. Teachers like Mr. Samson enjoyed having very little accountability. Besides, who would take the word of a troubled child from a decadent family over those of an esteemed minister? He was untouchable, or so he thought. The bell rings as the students take their seats and Mr. Samson walks down the center aisle of desks to approach the chalkboard. His eyes scan in the room when he spots Jenny. She was wearing makeup, something upon which the class have repeatedly been lectured. Makeup was only for circus clowns and whores. He grabs Jenny by the wrist, jerking her up from her chair and pulling her to the front of the room. The subject of his tirades would always been to stand in front of the class. Now, as she's standing up in front of him, he sees what she's wearing. It's a faux leather shirt with a choker neckline and zipper running down the front. It's a short shirt, exposing her belly button, and the sleeves that extend to the wrist are transparent mesh. It's a very common look for the time, and aside from the exposed stomach, it was pretty conservative and much less revealing than the school-mandated gym uniforms. But the mesh sleeves set him off. He demanded she change into a gym shirt right here and now in front of the class. Jenny sternly refused. Mr. Sampson was a self-righteous asshole and a bit of an idiot, but not a monster. He mistook the shirt for two garments and the sleeves were a different material than the rest. He thought it was a tiny jacket over another shirt and without hesitation, yanked the zipper down, exposing her chest to the class. It was fifth grade. There wasn't much to see, but consequently, not much need for a bra either. She stood there in shock with tears running down her face, seemingly afraid to move. Mr. Sampson was also in shock. He clearly realized his mistake, but it was not in him to admit fault. He was far too stubborn for that. He began berating her for not wearing a bra as he threw an old dirty gym t-shirt at her and told her to hurry up and change, which she did. He told her to go back to her seat where she sat quietly sobbing with the rest of the room in absolute shock. Mr. Samson returned to his desk and began writing an office referral slip explaining the situation before returning several minutes later and quietly but sternly handing it to Jenny and telling her to go to the office and call her parents so they can bring her some more appropriate clothes. Shortly after, her brother Jimmy was called out of class and neither of them returned that day. The weekend passed and Monday rolled around. Jimmy and Jenny were both back in school now, but Mr. Samson was nowhere to be seen. For two weeks, a series of other substitute teachers came and went as the school juggled schedules around and for the most part, Mr. Sampson and the incident were largely forgotten. Then one day, the students arrived to find the principal standing at the head of the classroom next to Mr. Sampson in a wheelchair. His arm and leg were in a cast with stitches on his lip and the mostly faded remnants of a black eye. The principal began her spiel about how glad the school is to have Mr. Sampson back and how he may need some extra help for a while with things like holding the door for him or helping him carry things. Finally, one of the students whose name has faded from memory raised his hand. What happened to you, he asked. There was a pause. Then Jenny, without even glassing up from a notebook, in the most dead cold tone of voice spoke for him. 
He had an accident. Her tone alleviated any need for elaboration. The principal flustered said quietly, um, yes, that, that's right, and made a hurried exit from the classroom, trying to avoid eye contact with any of the students. Perhaps it was just a car accident or he fell off a ladder. We don't really know. But from his change in demeanor, it has always been assumed someone told her daddy. Jenny was quite popular after that, having ascended to the pantheon of school kids not to be fucked with. How did that person get to be get to return to the classroom after that? Absolutely disgusting. Thank you so much for sharing that story. Arc, arc rail. <laughs> I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Arc rail. Thank you so much. It really means the world for me for you being involved. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And our next story comes from Managerial Throwaway. Am I the asshole for firing a person who's just trying to make a living? I, 30 male, a general manager at a big box retailer, think Walmart, Target, Best Buy, and have been for about a year, though I've worked here a total of five. I've had this employee who has been great. I call her Sam, 19 female, hard worker, been with the store for three years, but recently she's joined some sort of MLM. Ring the bell, guys. <laughs> don't remember the exact one. Something like Terad. I don't know, some essential oils company. Is it Doterra? Do, Doterra? I don't know how to, I never know how to pronounce it. Anyways, I've been getting complaints from customers and other employees saying that she's been pushing her oils while helping and talking to them. I had a talk with her about it. She apologized and said she wouldn't do it again. That was about a month and three talks ago. The complaints haven't stopped, so I talked with the big boss, store manager. Last week, we let her go. Well, since then, other employees have complained to me that it wasn't right. She was just trying to make a living. While I understand that, it's strictly against our policy to run a side business while you're working. And to my knowledge, it's that way with most stores. Plus, we sell essential oils, so by doing this, she's directly interfering with our business. So, am I the arsehole? Edit, it's easy to think you're an arsehole when you've got a dozen or so people that you're rather close with telling you that. 
but it's easier to think otherwise when you've got what 400 people saying you're not i say 400 because i also posted this on am i the asshole thanks to everyone for your judgment on this i really appreciate you all not the arsehole, and I'm going to simply approach this from a company policy. She's breaking company policy. Not the fact that I fucking hate MLMs, but hey, we'll go straight to the comments for this one because I think it's a pretty simple one from me. With Irish Bridges saying, You didn't fire her for just trying to make a living. You fired her for shilling products that your store doesn't carry while on the clock. That's like a cashier at McDonald's handing out adverts for, I don't know, HelloFresh. Or that one Reddit story where the employee of a vet clinic and boarding kennel was skimming clients for a pet-sitting side gig. You gave her warnings. She ignored them. You fired her. The end. It's her fault for being a sucker and a liar. I'd also keep an eye on those employees who complained about firing her. And Mick Songa says, Not the arsehole. She was going under your nose and running a business in your business. Also, I believe the company you're thinking of is doTERRA, Mark. It's doTERRA. Get out my brain, Mick. <laughs> One of the most predatory companies, second only to Young Living. You don't want to associate them. You don't want to associate with them. So glad you got that shit out of your store. How'd you always know, Mick? How'd you know? Deathrep2 says it's pretty simple. She works for X company. As long as she's on company time, she can't work for Y company unless given permission by a manager. And there's some other comments that all continue down this road. But what do you guys think of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from Celtic Fairy Queen. And it's an Am I the Arsehole post called Am I the Arsehole for not going to see my dying mum? Mobile, etc. I know how bad this sounds. Background, youngest of three girls, all well into adulthood, virgin on old. My middle sister, the Viking, enacted her POA in 2012 due to parents' medical issues and dementia in both. Dad had been showing signs, but I plateaued, whilst mum, when she went down, she went down fast. It's just awful. I've nursed and worked respite care in the community, but when it's your own, no words. Dad passed October 2015. Mum, I last saw her in early 2017. I then had both hips and knees replaced and although some pain reduction, I still have mobility issues. Plus, throwing clinical depression. Dad forgot to chlorinate his gene pool before breeding. A major anxiety disorder. I don't use acronyms. With attendant agoraphobia, things aren't great. At the moment, I often can't leave my bedroom, much less my flat, and the Viking moved my parents up the country town she lives in, where they never wanted to live. They brought their retirement home in 84, but that's why you should never have one person as POA. The last time I saw my mum, we ate and talked, but she didn't really know me. I walked her down to the lounge, just a very nice place, and said my goodbyes. And I swear, for one moment she was lucid, she was there. We kissed and hugged, and I walked out bawling. Now the Viking has emailed me. Yeah, the only way we contact each other, saying it's close and offered to pay for an Uber, etc. for me to visit. Not having my own car, too old to make the trip, 55 minutes both ways, means not having total control over my ability to leave a bad situation. My GP and psych agree that at the moment a visit will be detrimental to my physical and mental health. Plus, I don't want to replace my last memory of mum with her non-responsive and bedridden. I know my sister has spun this to her benefit with my other sister. Maybe another time, character limit, and extended family, as I haven't been able to continue relationships due to my mental issues. I'm just not sure. Am I the asshole? OP follows up with a comment saying, 
Thank you. My mum used to say, money doesn't buy you happiness, but it allows you to be comfortable in misery. With being the only person fighting for my mental health, this was an anathema to me. Yes, they had wealth, but mainly in stocks and shares, and I think blue chip. She's taken so much in yet, and okay, we aren't in contact with each other. I grew up with her. I know the importance of being the only child that matters. She did up, then sold my parents' dream home for well under the value. A real estate agent dropped it one day, and I so wish I kept the paper on on his valuation, but you don't expect that and just took so much stuff. Mum and I had shared a love of kitchen gadgets. That's why the Viking. She raped my parents of their autonomy and pillaged their house. Now I'm gonna cover the the part where AP was really talking about not wanting to see their dying mum. There's a lot to unpack with the Viking as well by the sounds of it. But I try. it's one of the ones where I try to put myself in, in the person's shoes. Like when my mum and dad passed away and you know, I was always worried about being there at the last moments and, and things like that. Not that I was worried about watching someone die, you know, I've seen it a couple of times already, but just being for them in that moment. But if I was in that situation, I wouldn't blame anyone for not being there for me in those last moments. I mean, I'd most likely be out of it like it sounds like mum is in this situation. So the only person you'd be doing it for is for yourself and maybe family around. But this is your choice. You need to look after your mental health, your well-being in this situation as well. And that's the way I feel about it. That's what your mum, and I don't want to put words like in in your mum's mouth or anything like that, but that's what your mum would want. And I'm pretty damn sure of that. Your mum would want you to keep a lasting memory, one that means a lot to you, and and not to ruin that memory by seeing something that you potentially don't want to see. And I hate to be all down about it in this, but death is not a pleasant thing to see. It's not a lot of the time it's not family gathering around and watching someone slowly slip away it, it's not pleasant seen it three times in the last two years and you know it, it it doesn't get any easier so i don't blame i won't go into any i won't go into too many more details because i don't want to upset anyone but i wouldn't if i was you i'd look after yourself it sounds like that you need to look after your mental health in this situation don't blame yourself one bit for doing what you need to do for yourself much love to you my heart goes out to you as always continue posting your stories if you want them to be read out on on our channel as always i'm not sure if i can read every single one out but i do try my best but there is a lot there at the minute i mean uh, currently looking at the the members on that subreddit at the minute there's 574 people getting involved all the time posting friend art and all that kind of stuff as well absolutely love it thank you so much for being involved if you want to support the channel further you absolutely can but as always never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for youtube or clicking the link tree in the description and clicking patreon and joining up there Thank you so much once again for your love, time and support. And I will see you, you cheeky so-and-so in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? 
Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.